Hello, and welcome to another edition of Ask the Professor, a crowd-funded, crowd-driven feature where we answer your questions on everything from economics to public policy, history, culture, all the things that matter to us in our life together as citizens. And today's question comes from Danny, and he asks, what should citizens, energy industry workers, and energy industry companies say about the University of Alberta awarding an honorary degree to David Suzuki? And I would like to ask the question, why do we even have public universities? There are certainly other things I could say, like, oh, that's original, David Suzuki? Apparently, he's got something like 30 honorary degrees in his life, 22 of them from Canadian universities. So there's kind of a virtue, virtue signaling. Well, we can't think of anybody else. There's always David Suzuki. He's a safe choice. And of course, he's not a safe choice for the University of Alberta in 2018 because of the fact that oil and gas, a mainstay of Alberta's prosperity and indeed of its provincial identity are under siege from people like David Suzuki. We have this horrendous spectacle of the you know, trans mountain expansion pipeline project, duly authorized by the feds, championed by an NDP administration in Alberta and being obstructed by an NDP administration in British Columbia, while a federal administration in Ottawa stands by helplessly. So the award is tone deaf, certainly. It has irritated many donors to the university, However, the president is standing by it and the, to defend academic independence. Well, independence from what? We certainly don't want universities answering to daily dictates from politicians. Teach that my regime is good and my opponents are bad, that kind of thing. Teach that you know feminism is great and anybody who opposes it is a moron. You don't want that kind of instruction coming from, uh, from the political sector. But as with so many appeals for independence, like the police must be independent or uh, the D Department of Justice in the United States must be independent. The problem is these are all parts of government, including universities, because they're government funded and basically subject to uh, gov governance imposed by the state. So if they're part, as say the police are, of the executive branch, I mean, there, there are three branches, and this is tr as true here as it is in the United States. There's a legislative branch that makes rules. There is an executive branch that carries them out, and there's a judiciary that settles disputes about the rules. And in all cases, somebody's got to be in charge. Somebody's got to be answerable. In Canada, we only elect the legislative branch. In the United States, they also elect the chief executive, but here we don't. So the only control citizens have over anything that happens in government is through the ability of the legislature to control what's happening in the other branches, and then in the case, for instance, of parliament, the parliamentary system, the cabinet and the prime minister or premier, although they are at the top of the executive branch, are also answerable to the legislature and by convention drawn from it. So if something is wrong, if something is happening, say, with the police that shouldn't be, is it impossible to fix because they are independent? No, of course not. It must be necessary for the politicians to intervene, for the executive branch to do so, at the insistence of the legislature who ultimately control things by their control over budgets. And so if a university does something outrageous, I mean, suppose that the University of Alberta, instead of awarding David Suzuki a degree, had come out, you know, in favor of white supremacy. Would anybody say, oh, well, we can't do anything about that because of academic independence? Would they say donors shouldn't pull their money or if they do, the university should primly disregard filthy lucre? That would be absolute rubbish. Of course, there'd be calls for firings. There'd be demands that the premier get rid of whoever did this and whoever sheltered them. 
I mean, academic independence is not an absolute. Of course, you're not allowed to commit murder in the guise of academic independence. Uh, but it also doesn't allow you to follow any kind of hiring practices you like or promote any kind of doctrines. That isn't to say automatically that David Suzuki shouldn't get an honorary degree. He is not a white supremacist. He's not on a moral plane with white supremacists. But his views are highly controversial, as well as being being politically correct and therefore apparently a safe bet. You know, they annoy a lot of people who don't like political correctness. They annoy a lot of people who are skeptical about the alarmist claims about man-made global warming. And maybe he should get some degrees. Maybe he shouldn't get as many as he gets. Maybe some people with different points of view should get degrees. But what, suppose for the purposes of argument that the University of Alberta has in this case done something it should not have done. That it has done something that is not bold and courageous, but insensitive, provocative, and ill-mannered. What is meant to be done about it? Are we not meant to be able to do anything about it? And yet obviously political interference would be heavy-handed. Maybe the university will look more carefully and think more carefully before the next honorary degree they award. Maybe they'll try to do some balancing. Maybe they will have drawn some lessons here that they're refusing to admit they're drawing. But let me come back to what I said at the beginning. Why do we have public universities? I understand that the government must insist that every child receive an education. It is child abuse not to educate your child. And I understand the need to make sure that every family has the money necessary to provide an education. That is to say, you know, primary and secondary. And that's where the school voucher system comes in. But why is the government funding post-secondary education? People with college degrees make a lot more money than those without them. They enjoy higher social standing. They're the people who get to talk loudly at parties. They're also people with a lot more pull with government because they are organized and articulate and they vote. That's why the university is subsidizing their children. But in the name of fairness, is it really fair that the children of high achievers should get a subsidized university education so they too become high achievers while the working stiff whose kids won't get to go to university, has to pay the freight. I don't think that it is. I don't mean that poverty should keep you from going to university, but as I've said before about healthcare, if you had a system in which universities were private, the universities themselves would pride themselves on providing scholarships and overcoming barriers. They would fundraise on that basis, and Canadians would give. They might set up independent ways of funding college education for the deserving as well. They might set up private scholarships. A free society does all kinds of diverse things. But the universities themselves would certainly undertake to raise money, partly with the argument that money is not a barrier to talent at our institution, and Canadians would give on that basis. They would also give on the basis that what was going on in the classroom was in some sense desirable. I don't mean in a purely utilitarian sense. Governments are actually very vulnerable to the utilitarian argument. Oh, well, you know, university education will make for a more prosperous workforce and more tax money, that kind of thing, as opposed to it will enable people to know what is right and true and just. And may I add, as a kind of side note, but not much of a side note, the rot in the humanities where they teach poisonous nonsense to dwindling classes would stop. Who would pay full price to attend a gender studies seminar that taught from a narrow and circular basis instead of encouraging genuine inquiry? So there's a lot to be said for privatizing universities. It would make them go to a funding base that they could not snub in the name of independence, that would insist upon a quality education that was open-minded and 
made better citizens as well as better workers. At the moment, I'm not sure university does either, nearly to the extent that it could. And by the way, in case you think this is complete madness, the United States has something like 4,000 universities and colleges, and something like three quarters to two thirds, two thirds to three quarters of them are private. It certainly can be done. Harvard is private. Is Harvard a dump? Is Harvard an embarrassment to education? I don't think so. So there's a lot of merit in privatizing universities. One of them is they would have to be more thoughtful about the people to whom they give honorary degrees. They might well still pick controversial figures. They might sometimes pick figures that were especially controversial where they were located, but they couldn't do it in a spirit of callous indifference because they get money from government while scorning to be accountable to the government or anyone else for anything that they do. That is a recipe for irresponsibility and irrelevance. And I think that a lot of the damage that has come about in academia has come about precisely because they are subsidized in a way that severs accountability. If you're on the public dime, you're answerable to the public. And if you think you're so special and valuable that you shouldn't be placed in that demeaning condition, the simple solution is become a private organization. So let's privatize the universities. Let's get government out of the higher education business altogether. It's something Canadians can do for themselves, should do for themselves, and would then have much more sensible and honorable options in the event that, to pick an example at random, the University of Alberta at this sensitive time decided to give an honorary degree to David Suzuki. If you're enjoying Ask the Professor, bear in mind, everything we talk about arises because of viewers' questions. And if you want to submit one, this is the URL at which you can do so. And if you value my work and you're not already a backer, please click here, make a monthly pledge to keep Ask the Professor in production and all the other things that I do. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.